Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. My conservative team and I have forced Justin Trudeau into a temporary but humiliating climb down today. Trudeau desperately wanted to ban hunting rifles. Not only did he send a liberal MP in to throw a sucker punch at our lawful and licensed firearms owners by banning their hunting rifles, he was asked specifically if that was his goal, and he said yes. The story made uh, headlines yesterday, and it's headline material today. The Liberals calling for a truce on Bill C-21 and removing the amendments on the gun legislation which infuriated Canadian men and women, law-abiding men and women, amendments which would have declared illegal hunting rifles and shotguns, declared hunting rifles and shotguns illegal, and uh, which Canadian firearms owners only became licensed to own after completing a firearms training course and completing a test requiring an 80% pass mark. In addition, the licensing process requires each prospective firearms owner to disclose very personal information. So now they've backed off on this because they didn't have the political clout. The NDP weren't going to support the Liberals. The Bloc Québécois were not going to support the Liberals. And certainly the Conservatives had no intention. You heard Pierre Polyev at the beginning of the program. Tony Bernardo is the executive director of the Canadian Shooting Sports Association. He joins me on the Roy Green Show. So, Tony, it comes right down to... um, Mr. Trudeau and his party had no choice. They didn't have the votes and they didn't have the public support. Well, that, that's right. And, and certainly uh, public support to get rid of this has certainly ballooned in the last couple of days, right? Uh, talk to us about that, please. <laughs> I had to use the word balloon. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, I was just talking to Tom on the other side of the glass, so I missed, I missed it. It's good one, Tony. There's one on the scoreboard for you. Thank you, thank you. Well, what what happened, okay, was the the government right now has four gun control initiatives on the go. And and people don't understand this because it's it's almost like it's a giant running monologue. And, uh, you know, with the the CBC out there, uh, you know, honking up every single thing the government does, making it seem like it's all just and fine, uh, people haven't really understood the, the stuff that's playing out. So first of all, There are, like I said, four gun control initiatives. Two of them were removed yesterday. Okay, one of them was a blanket ban on all firearms that are center fire and semi-automatic. Now, this blanket ban would go on presumably in perpetuity. Uh, However, what it failed to neglect in is that there have been hunting firearms made like this since 1903. And for the vast preponderance of shotguns used for waterfowl shooting are semi-automatic. They they use those because it softens the recoil. The action of the firearm soaks up some of the recoil. And and this this encompassed, first of all, like hundreds, maybe thousands of different makes and models. Then they added the Second Amendment, which was called G46. And G46 included... 400 pages 
of individual makes and models that were going to be uh, added to the prohibitive list, most of which were hunting firearms. So despite the government proudly proclaiming that there were no hunting firearms involved, then Trudeau backtracking on that and saying, well, yeah, there's hunting firearms, but we intended to ban those ones. Now they backtracked again and said, oh, gee, we, we were wrong because hunting is an honorable tradition in Canada. We wouldn't want to mess with our tradition. So what they, uh, what they encountered was tremendous pushback from yeah. gun owners in this country. And, you know, you and I have said this so many times. People who own firearms legally in Canada have jumped through hoops willingly, have, have completed the, the firearms training course, have taken the tests, have provided very personal information, done so very willingly. And the vast majority, I would suggest, are complying with laws, storage laws, keeping the firearm separate from the ammunition, keeping a trigger lock, maybe having a gun safe and a trigger lock. People are very responsible. But it's the criminal element that is targeted, supposedly, by the politicians. That's their supposed target. But the people who are being affected most directly are the people who we just uh, we just described, the, the law-abiding um, citizens. And, and it disturbs me, Tony, that we have to that we have to see the see Mr. Blair, who was the former chief of police in Toronto, perpetuating this myth that they're going after the criminals by by this kind of legislation. That, that's right, and 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 the other two gun control efforts that are happening right now. The first one is a what they call the ban on assault weapons, of which there is no such thing. Okay, it was it's just a media term they made up, and. This, this ban on so-called assault weapons includes hundreds of hunting firearms. In, in fact, that first ban, the one in May 2020, which is still only an order in council, it's not been enshrined in legislation, that particular ban got my deer hunting rifles. So let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, let me just ask you this question. That 2020 order in council... Does that, in fact, are those those firearms on that list, are they effectively banned at this time? Uh, they are effectively banned. 2,150 makes them Okay. Off. People need to be clear but, on that. But, but, but they've not been collected. So for three years, they've been banned, and they've been sitting in our, in our gun safes and gun rooms, and they have not been collected by the government, not, not any of them. And where's the danger? We still have them. There's no danger now because there wasn't any danger then. Tony, I have some specific questions for you that are going to be of real interest to people who own firearms or people who have a specific interest in this particular case and this story. Now, there are firearms that are either prohibited or restricted in Canada and have been for many years. Remind us of what they are. Okay, first of all, all handguns have been restricted and registered there are huge numbers of firearms that were caught in prohibition orders back 30 years ago. Those are all still on the prohibited list. Then there is the May 2020 order in council guns. That's another 2,150 approximately makes and models. And then there is now handguns, which is what Bill C-21 is originally about. And what they've done is they've banned the purchase, sale, and trade of all handguns in Canada. We get to keep them. 
We're talking over a million firearms. We get to keep them because apparently in our possession, that represents no danger. Okay, so now the lists for these firearms, they're available where? If somebody's not sure whether they should have this a certain firearm or not, where are they going to find the information? <laughs> Good luck. Um, usually what they do is they call one of the associations like ours. Okay. And we're able to give them the information because the RCMP has repeated, repeatedly declared that they're under no duty or obligation to inform the general public of this stuff. That's okay. not their job. So what does it mean now, what happened yesterday... What does it mean to the Canadian gun owner or the person who has just um, acquired a license and is interested in buying a firearm but isn't sure how to proceed? What does yesterday mean to that person who may be uh, interested in hunting or just wants to purchase a firearm? What does yesterday mean to these people? Well, what it means is, is there are many more models and makes of firearms that are open for purchase again. Mm -hmm. And uh, people can go out and they can purchase a semi-automatic firearm that they can use as a, a hunting rifle or even a competition rifle. Because many competition rifles, as I said before, um, semi-automatic actions have less recoil. So if you're out there shooting... Uh, shotgun sports where you might be firing several hundred rounds in one day. That can make a big difference at the end of the day by how beaten up you feel. Okay. Right? What do you say what do you say to the person who really is afraid of firearms, who's really afraid of firearms being in the possession of individuals, genuinely has concern and and wants to express that concern. What do you say to the person? What can you say that's maybe reassuring to that person, and we talk about the uh, the the uh, course that you have to take, the uh, the uh, questionnaires you have to fill out, all the information you have to provide. But what do you say to that person, Tony? Well, th there's a number of things. First, they need to educate themselves as to what is really the situation with firearms in Canada. And and a quick soundbite for that person is that our association provides five million dollars a year of primary liability insurance to each one of our members for less than $10 a year. Now, your doctor or your lawyer pays thousands of dollars a year for liability insurance. We pay 10 bucks. Insurance companies don't deal in conjecture. Insurance companies deal in numbers. We're very safe. We can prove it. Do you expect that Mr. Trudeau and his party will circle around again and come back to the amendments in Bill C-21. Absolutely. They've even stated as much. Uh, I mean, really, uh, towards the end of the day yesterday, Minister Mendocino was saying that this is just a regroup. No, I understand. I understand they say it. Sometimes yeah, it's a face-saving move, them. right? But do you expect yeah. them to actually do it? None of the oh, political yeah. parties sided with them. They had uh, groups across the country, not only firearms owners, uh, were opposed to them, making it very clear that they did not uh, approve, and they're sliding in the polls. So I'm just wondering whether that's just bravado or trying to save face, or whether you expect that they will, in fact, circle around and try again. Well, I, I expect both, actually. I mean, if the intent is to go to an election mm -hmm. anytime soon, I think they'll probably avoid the whole thing and just see if and just go away for a while. Um, I also don't expect that any of the ones that are prohibited will be confiscated anytime soon. Um, however, if they decide they're going to try to stay around, 
Um, I think that as soon as things stabilize a bit politically, they'll be right back at it again. Is it true that uh, the sales of firearms um, took off tremendously as far as numbers are concerned after the introduction of C-21? Well, absolutely. I mean, just to say that they took off dramatically is understatement. Um, They sold more firearms between last spring and this fall, more, more handguns specifically, than we would normally sell in three years. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.